podcasting from Sapon Sogas Island in Bombay, Eversum. This is the Micronesian Podcast with Patrick Petrus. If this is your first time here, I want to say kalangan, kiriso, kulo, and kamakar. Now let's hand it to Patrick Petrus. Okay, thanks for joining me once again on the Micronesian Podcast. This is Patrick Petrus. First off, I want to say congratulations to all the candidates who ran in the Constitutional Convention elections here in the FSM. Uh, results are out, unofficial, I believe. And each state um, offered several candidates uh, as delegates to the Constitutional Convention. And uh, congratulations to all of them. All right, I have yet to see the official results, but there were some unofficial results floating around on social media. And for Pompey, here in Pompey, we have seven slots on the Constitutional Convention, and the delegates are there's one for the at large, and looks like Iso Salvador Iriarte, Isonakin of Niche, has the at large seat, and then there's going to be two from each election district, and there's three here in Pompey. And it looks here like from the unofficial results for election district number one that's Colonia, Sokes, and Nicuaro, Kapinga. Uh, looks like it is who is this here? Akulina Sasaya and Tendi Louie. Hey, congratulations, Tendi. And then also election district number two that's Kichi Mataranium. Looks like. Bernie Martin and Solomon Simon. All right. And for election district number three, that's Unich Mokulim Pigalup. Uh, looks like we have Mason Albert and Wayne Mendiola. Congratulations to you guys. I saw some results from Kushai, uh, the at large. Looks like Johnson Asher, uh, formerly Assistant Attorney General, National Government. I think he's working for uh, Norma right now. Chuk, I have not seen anything from them yet. Yap, nothing. So uh, I guess we'll just update as we go along and uh, share that as well. But either way, congratulations to all of them. Uh, this is going to be an important evolution here for the Federation of Micronesia. We're going to look at our constitution. And every 10 years, the constitution says that a question will be posed to the voters in uh, national elections, whether they want to amend the constitution or not. Last general election, last national election, they said yes. People said yes, so this is the result. And we'll see where it goes from here. Uh, they should be forming up towards the end of the year into next year. So we'll stay tuned and we'll keep you informed. Okay, let me jump into the uh, story or... Yeah, the story I want to talk about today, it's uh, it is about this uh, article I read in the Pacific Island Times today, written by somebody named Jane Flores, who apparently at this time is not only a journalist, but is also director of the Bureau of Women Affairs. And uh, her name is Jane Flores, and she wrote an article titled, Wanted, a Culture Where Rape is Not Acceptable. I wonder what she's talking about. Now, she's talking, uh, she starts off about a story. Well, first she says, one of the most disturbing news items of late 
parentheses aside from the acting attorney general of Yap being murdered because she was investigating some level of corruption involving someone who didn't want their corrupt activity revealed. So jumping right off the bat, naming Yap in Micronesia, and then she says, was a story in the Pacific Daily News on October 15 about how prosecutors from the Office of the Attorney General had to dismiss a case against one Raimondo Ludwig who was accused of raping a girl three different times. The court had to dismiss the case because they could not find the girl. According to court documents cited in the news story, the prosecution also said they believed the mother was inhibiting their effort to find the girl for an interview, and they scheduled appointments with her, but she didn't show. So that seems to be like the opening and the frustration where Miss Flores starts off. Then she jumps into the next uh, paragraph here and she says, I realize there may be a cultural norms encircling this type of case. On some islands of Micronesia, I am told by Micronesian women, a culture still exists where females are for pleasure and apparently a man can pleasure himself with a female, even if she does not want said pleasure. Really? Which, which island, Miss Flores? And uh, if you really want to get technical, an, an island in Micronesia could also be Guam. Because Guam is in Micronesia. Yes. And then, continuing on, she says, My response to males from Micronesia or Guam or anywhere else on the planet who think that way is, It's a new day, dudes. And you live in a U.S. territory where pleasuring yourself with a female, or a male for that matter, and no matter his or her age, who does not want your pleasure is a crime in capital letters. It's called rape. Really? Wow. Doesn't matter if you're a stinking drunk from that $5 bottle of rot gut liquor you bought at a mom and pop store, or if you are a keek, keck head strung out on ice or meth or some other drug, or you're angry or have issues, it's still a crime. Maybe not on your home island, but it is here and it is not acceptable. Hmm, sounds like somebody's angry as well. And I would say the writer, the author of this story. Um, yeah, I don't understand where Miss Flores is going with this. Is she saying in the title, a culture where rape is not acceptable, that rape is acceptable in Micronesia? Sounds like that. And, uh, what else does she say? Um, here you go. She has a lot, of, a lot of love for the islands. The question is how? How do we get through to the woman of the islands? What are the words, images, or phrases that will resonate to awaken them? As an English major, I refuse to succumb to the use of the cultural slang woke. Hmm. To the fact that it's not a cultural norm for their men to have it it with a vulnerable family member just to pleasure themselves or because they were drunk, drug or otherwise altered. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think that uh, rape is exclusive and this sort of rape that you're talking about, even this case is exclusive to Micronesia. Again, Micronesia, including Guam, which is an island in Micronesia. And uh, what else here? It's, it's just, this is a real, a trip. He says, if we can educate the woman that it is not culture for their men in their families to rape or otherwise sexually assault their young daughters, nieces, granddaughters, or sons, nephews, grandsons, but rather it is a crime, that is when the change will happen. Really? 
That is when mothers will no longer tolerate a male relative sexually assaulting one of their daughters and hide the daughter from prosecutors because of some warped excuse about culture or bringing or about bringing shame to the family or because they've been led to believe women are for pleasure. The shame needs to be brought upon the man. His action is wrong. He's a crime. It is not culture. What the hell are you talking about, lady? Are you telling us in your article titled Wanted, a culture where rape is not acceptable that Micronesian culture accepts rape? Who told you this? In this article you say, on some islands in Micronesia, I'm told by Micronesian women. Which islands? What women? Is this really how you're going to tackle this issue that you have so much feeling for, so much passion for, by just writing stuff like this? Where are your facts? Huh? How many rape cases are there in Guam? As opposed to Micronesia. Have you been to Micronesia? Do you understand the culture here? Do you understand that for most of the cultures uh, here on these four islands in the Micronesia that it's a matrilineal society? That rape is not only against the law but it's not acceptable, never has been and never will be. Where did you get your sources from? Very, very questionable here. But you know what? Don't believe me. Why don't, you, why don't we ask some ladies who are Micronesians in Micronesia? Okay, can you please state your name and your age and where you're from? My name is Sarah Petrus. I'm from Chuk. I'm 74 years old. And have you ever lived anywhere outside of Micronesia? Uh, no, I just visiting the places, but I stay in Micronesia for the rest of my life. And as far as you know, has rape ever been acceptable in your Chukis culture? That was, that's not true. We don't accept that. Everybody loves their kids and everybody loves boys and girls, so we don't want them to do that. So never in any cultural practice, traditional, it's never has, has anybody says, oh, it's okay to rape a, a woman or a girl. No, never. Thank you, mom. Okay, now we have another woman, Micronesian. And can you please say your name, your age, and where you're from? My name is Mercy Adley. I'm 34 years old, and I'm from Pompeii. And in all your, have you lived outside of Micronesia at all? Uh, no. So you know, all you know is Micronesia? All I know is Micronesia. And as far as you know, in your traditions and cultures, has rape ever been acceptable? Oh, no. That's a really big thing here, in, especially in Pompeii. When you do something like that, that is the most embarrassing thing in, this, in the life of here in Pompeii. Is it accepted? It's not. You sure? I'm sure. I'm 100% sure. Thank you. Okay, so I have another um, woman, 
young woman here. Can you please state your name, age, and where you're from? Hi, I'm Alana. I'm 16 years old and I'm from Bombay, but I was born in the United States and I came back here when I was 10 years old. And since you've been here, going through elementary school and now in high school, has rape ever been acceptable that you know of? No, it has not. Are you sure? Yes, I am very sure. There's no stories that you heard where they said it's okay if it's your if somebody you know rapes you or if it's an older person or maybe um, you know someone in authority. Is you've never heard that? You don't is that what do you think about that? No, I have never heard of that. We don't accept the years that I've been living here, we've not the people have never accepted rape. We don't say it's okay. We just when we hear about that, we like we don't agree with it, but we never say it's okay. Thank you. Okay, there you have it. Three Micronesian women with names, ages, and even the names of their islands. How hard was that, Miss Flores? You know, rape, crime, cultural, and family issues are not exclusive to the Micronesian Islands. We're not the only ones that have those problems. You would have to be a pretty uneducated, naive, and even ignorant person to believe so. And not a seasoned journalist or even a director of the Bureau of Women Affairs. But I guess even in Guam, these sorts of people exist. That's just a fact of life. No matter where we go, people always do and say things that are just plain stupid in Micronesia and even in the U.S. colony of Guam. But therein lies our common ground. Both Micronesia and Guam have good and bad people. But here's how I'll close. In spite of the good and the bad, we can never define an entire culture or people by the actions of a few. That right there is not acceptable. Thanks for joining us today on the Micronesian Podcast with Patrick Pedris. Until the next episode, Kasalelia Manko.